0: Hello, welcome to another episode of Guns and Yellow Ribbons. I'm your host, Fergus. Tonight, I'm joined by Richard, Mike, and Mem. We're going to look back to the semi-final, uh, the Villa game, and just have a general Gooner debate. We hope you like the show. If you do, please enjoy, uh, please share it, and make sure you subscribe. This is an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Enjoy the show. Welcome
1: to another podcast by Guns and Yellow Ribbons. This is your Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans, for Arsenal fans.
0: Enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to Guns and Yellow Ribbons Live. I'm Fergus. Uh, I've got one of these uh, Brings Banana masks on that we've all got to wear by Friday. Um, but it's not Friday, so it's coming off. If you want one of these, they're quite cool. Uh, they're quite novel. Uh, they're a little novelty item. That you can get from uh She War. Uh so if you want to have one of those, uh feel free to click on She War's website or go on the Facebook or Twitter. Um, but there we go, Gavin. I give me a shout out, mate. Uh, right, we've got a smaller panel tonight. Um, we've got my good old faithful, uh Scunny Mike, back again. He's back again.
2: <laughs> back again, as always. Back again.
0: Yeah. I'm like a bad uh, smell. men Mem oh, yeah. back again with us as well. Uh unfortunately you couldn't make it a couple of times at last minute, uh, a few weeks back, but all's good and everything's happy and yeah. your in your uh, in your world. So that's that's good. It's good to have you on, mate, and we can have a good chat. I know we chat. Thank you. Gee, yeah. What, what do we chat? Lot. Probably <laughs> twice a day. Oh
1: <laughs> you probably yeah. talk to me
0: more than you talk to your wife.
1: I wouldn't quite say that, but yeah, we talk regularly. Yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah. And um, Richard, the Shaka appreciation uh, fan group, how are you? The one and only Shaka uh, fan club member. Yeah, I'm my okay.
0: of.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Rich, we, we were having a little bit
0: of banter with uh, Potsy and stuff on Twitter. Yeah, uh, who's that? Uh, to come on tonight. Apparently, uh, according yeah. to me, anyway. Um, but um, yeah, you will have an opportunity to sing that man's praises uh to be honest, I look forward to it when when we look at uh the city game, which we will look back to, we'll also look at the villa game from last night uh we'll look ahead to the final game of the season um we won't really go into the f a cup final uh tonight because you know listen we um we'll have one more podcast before then, and probably two more podcasts. Uh, before we finish for our, our our summer break in the autumn, nearly. Um, uh, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna look at look at the city game to start off with. The FA Cup semi final is the first time. Sorry, it, um, it, it's the we are the first team to eventually achieve twenty one FA Cup finals by beating Man City. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I don't think any of us were really overconfident. Uh, going into this, I, I, we could see improvements under Arteta. We could see uh, we could see that we're making some progress, but we could see we're also a million miles away from the likes of Liverpool and Man City. Um, what 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 did you, uh, Mike? I'll start with you. What what did you make of the sort of lineups and uh, what, how 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 Arteta set up for that
2: game? Well, he set up similar to the Liverpool game, didn't he? Uh, so it was a similar way well, i think it was a, i don't know if was it yeah it was exactly the same lineup as the villa uh, uh, liverpool game so, one wasn't it? was it one change so yeah it was pretty similar so you could tell what he was trying to achieve on there because if he was going for a similar sort of product and game of what he was expecting for liverpool which was a high press from the opposing team then yeah i think he set up quite right with it in all fairness, I think mean, with the lineups, we weren't expecting much else. I think, to be fair, I wasn't expecting the result that we got. So, you know, I mean, happy days.
0: Mem, your thoughts on, on on the lineup and how we how we started out? Yeah, I think Mike said it right. The lineups are really similar
1: because I think the Liverpool game was more unexpected because I think Liverpool were really good on the night. They looked like they were really up for it, and them, um, but the C game. <clears throat> Yeah, um, it, it went really well. It just seemed that Arteta knew and was able to second-guess what they were going to do and had having spent so much time uh, as their coach. we um, set up really well to soak it up. It was a really tough start to the game and we scored at the right time and goals always change games. And it kind of like played out in a way that really suited us, really. Um, I thought the goalie was really good again Fergus. this. I know we've spoken about it. I just feel... Just by just by merely putting his foot on the ball and coming, bringing them on, and he was to a degree in, inviting them onto us. And, and and their game is all about high pressure. But he was, I, I feel, Arteta played it really well. He, he just felt a, a step. It felt to me as though we were a step ahead of it throughout the whole night. You mentioned
0: right. you mentioned the king of the commentators mentioned on the ball and, and, and stuff like that that he was doing everything and anything within the rules. just to grab an extra two or three seconds to slow play down and do stuff. Richard, uh-huh. what did you make of the lineup? Obviously uh-huh. uh, your your, um, your favorite player started as he has for most games since the restart.
3: Yeah I mean obviously as 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 the guy said it was yeah, as I mean, expected really wasn't it the just the line up uh, I don't think there was any surprises really which um I think that seems to be Arteta's go to 11 now doesn't it if you look at you know the the big the two big games that we had um that seems to be the, the way he's going to go at, at this moment in time um so yeah I mean that was pretty much as expected I mean I I know nobody was overly confident I did feel that Arteta's inside knowledge of Man City would be useful for us in terms of nullifying their dangers and their threats, which is what we did actually perfectly throughout the game. De Bruyne had very little influence. Sterling had very little influence apart from that one chance he had. Mahrez again, one chance in the whole game. This is a team that scored what 150 goals in all competitions this season, and basically they created, or, well, not so much created, but they had very few actual sh- shots at our goal, didn't they? I mean, I, I saw a stat earlier. I think it was the least shots they've had in game at goal um, for about two one, years.
2: Was it one shot on target for them? One yeah, shot, something it did
0: like 16, that. Did 16, shots, 16 shots on our goal, but only one on target. One on yeah.
3: target, yeah. One <laughs> shots on target, yeah. So, you know, some of that you could say is down to their finishing, but I, it wasn't. It was to do with the fact that we closed them down so quickly, we shut all the spaces off. And it was, mm. it was a tactical masterclass from Arteta, wasn't it, on that particular day? But I suppose, given his inside knowledge, that shouldn't really mm. be a surprise because he knew exactly what to do to nullify him, didn't he? And luckily, and, and you know, well done to the players because they carried it out to perfection, didn't they? For, for 95 yeah. minutes, whatever it was.
0: But, but lads, is, and and whoever wants to jump in can jump in on this one, but it, Louise, who has been pilloried left, right and centre, I've said from the very start since he signed with us that he's a two two... Two out of 10 player, or a 10 out of 10 player. And uh, to be honest, against Man City, he was a 10 out of 10. Um, but Louise as part of a three makes a huge difference. He won the league with Chelsea as part of a three. And 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 do you think that's where, um, uh, where, where Arteta sees him? And do you think Arteta is be- building our defence for next season around David Luiz in the centre of a three? Who wants to go first?
2: Oh, uh, well, I'll go. Um, no, yeah, and no, because I think, in all fairness, we've just—I just—I can't see another centre back coming into Arsenal at the minute. I really can't. Uh, we've got Saliba coming in this uh, as a new signing. Really, uh, we've yeah. bought Kieran Tierney, and there's Not really much else coming in in the centre-back role. I can see going out, but not coming in. So I can see for this next season coming, yes, I can see it being more of a back three than a back two at centre-back. Just because we've just signed him to a new yearly contract. Other than that, yeah, he's played a couple of great... He played a blinder against Liverpool and he played a blinder against City. And I'm not going to take that away from him. He, He was probably... Definitely one of the men of the match, man of the match for them games. Um, like you said, he's either a two out of three, a two out of ten, or a ten out of ten. And yep. he needed to step up where he needed to step up, and he stepped up. So we can't fault him for that one. Um, so yeah, if he wants to build on this, because so, um, I know there's a lot of talk about him trying to build for a four three three formation at formation in the coming in the, over the next coming years. You can't. I don't think he's going to do that next season. I think with David Luis signing that extra year contract, I think he's going to try and maybe move towards that for the season after next and then see where he can build from there, especially with the a new young centre back coming in with Saliba. You've got <sighs> Mustafi, you
0: holding, you've got Chambers, you got Mustafi. Mustafi.
2: I'll get, I'll get on to is- holding because I wasn't, you know, I me mean, because I think that's more for the uh, Villa game, but um. You know, there is quite a talk about mm-hmm. a few rumours of centre-backs leaving. And I can mm-hmm. see some of them, ones that we feel that should be coming through, sh- will be leaving.
3: We've got Pablo Mari yeah. as well, don't forget. Yeah, He's signed a new sort of four-year deal, hasn't he? So we've got him as well. So, yeah, we have got a lot of players at centre-back. I mean, the quality is, is varied, I suppose, in, in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a couple of decent ones and a couple of not-so-good ones. But I suppose that's where we are throughout the team, I suppose, in general. I mean, on David Luiz, I think he, he gets a lot of criticism for example he has one poor game when he makes a mistake or two he then have six or seven steady games when he's he's nice and solid and then he'll have, he'll make another mistake and everyone says he always makes mistakes but well, he doesn't always make mistakes he, he makes one mistake every 10 games uh it, these happen to be quite bad mistakes usually which costs us a goal or costs us something so i think sometimes he's a little bit um He's had this reputation, even when he was at Chelsea, it was the same M- mistake prone, error prone, this, that and the other, which he does make mistakes. We can't deny that. Um, and maybe it's a little bit of a, a concentration issue when, when it's a big game, like it has been, he, he was more focused. I don't know whether that was part of it, but also because he's a ball playing defender, he's, he's good with the ball at his feet. He wants to come out with the ball. He wants to try and play a, a pass over the top. Sometimes we lose the ball, he's out of position and then he gets caught out. And I think sometimes that's happened. Um, But I think he's actually quite underrated as a player in general, plus as a a defender. And I think for us this season, apart from one or two really, really high-profile mistakes, I think he's had a solid season for us, despite all the sort of um, difficulties that there's been at the club all through the season with different managers and all this and the other I think he's had a pretty solid season actually you know considering people thought he'd come to end his career he seems to be respected by the younger players Um, he seems to have good leadership qualities on the pitch and his performances generally have been reasonably solid considering he's been playing in a defense which for the first half of the season in particular wasn't very well protected, uh, and you can see that, that the improvement he, he's yeah. made has been because he's, he's been more protected in the subsequent games since Arteta's come in.
0: I I, I agree that a goalkeeper and a defender and it, that players are protected by the layers that are in front of them, and that the mm-hmm. the strikers go ahead and just do the finishing. So the the, the defensive midfield. Uh, and the, the, the defence protect the goalkeeper. I think since Shaka and um, Zabayas are since Shaka um, and mm, Torreira Lesser um, to a certain degree have been on front of that back three and having the outlets with Tierney, with um, Cedric R, who didn't have a great game last night, uh, with Cedric and uh, Bellerin, um, I, I think it does help. Uh, it does help David Luiz, but ha- had a good season, Richard. I'd I'd have to disagree. I think He's I had think a he's solid
3: had... season. Considering we look at all our other defenders, you
0: know, I, would, I, I, I wouldn't say he's had a solid uh, season. I I know where you're coming from. If I was to give him, and we'll do uh, an end of season review, I'm I'm hoping to get somebody on for that one. But um, the um, if I was to give him a, a score in a season so far, probably
2: five and a half.
3: What about, what
2: about the other defenders? What about the other Yeah, well, you, you, you could you can continue. say that about the whole team though, Fergus, to be fair. I'll is it's not just blamed on Louise. I think what I, no, no, I, I no, get no. what Richard is Richard is saying, but the problem is with yeah. David Louise is when he makes that mistake, it's a high profile mistake every time. Do you know what I mean? It's never, the, it's, yeah, never yeah. it's never it's never a simple mistake that could be rectified quite quickly, it's always a high profile mistake, and that's the issue that we've got with David Louise. It's always always a high profile mistake. It's a penalty. Yeah, it's either a Rick Carter or
0: something. It just can't the problem
1: <laughs> with <laughs> him, the problem with him, <laughs> problem with him I, I feel because he, he has got ability guys. Um he is a ball playing. He, he's a better footballer in my opinion than a defender. But when he's focused and concentrated he does a really good job. The problem with him is, I don't think he can concentrate week in, every week, every three days. Every, on the big games, yeah, he, he, he shows up. He's, he's, yeah, you could call him a big match player to a degree, but he, he just lacks concentration, guys. He has got ability. He can do a job. He's been around, he's been at some big clubs and won a lot. So I don't think he's no mug. But um, yeah, I don't think any of our defenders have actually, actually covered themselves in glory. I'd also like to say the way the season's been, like the first half and then the second half and then the breakup, it's also difficult for teams to get into a rhythm, a rhythm of sorts, hence why he's picked a few occasions when he's picked the same side over and over again, which helps work. And um, he's improved everybody, guys, at the end of the day. you know The defenders, the, the whole unit has improved the competitiveness, the, you know the, the compactness of the team, the way they're working together for each other. So, yeah, everyone's levels have gone up. What?
0: I didn't get the opportunity to ask you. I've I've asked some of the other guys uh, before, and we've done stuff on some of the Facebook pages, and I know you don't use uh, Facebook, but uh, Mm. on Martinez, we've talked a lot about Martinez. He's 10 years with the club. He's made Mm. 33 appearances. For me, in that game, probably just against (laughs) 10 other players or nine other players at least, uh, pipped man of the match and he has been man of the match for game after game after game. Would he be your number one over Leno? I, I just, I think they're both really good goalies.
1: Um, I, I really do think that we're, we're fortunate we've got two decent goalkeepers. I just think his decision-making is better than Leno's. When the ball comes to him, um, his distribution, he, he knows when to, to move it along. One touch, two touch. He plays the right ball at the right time, when to go long, when to go to the wide, man, when to slip it in. The other night, he did something that was, oh, God, was it Sterling that he threw a dummy to literally on our goal line? There was a player which, okay, it turned out okay in the end. But other than that one moment, he's not put me to the edge of my seat once. He saves all the shots that I expect my goalkeeper to save. He catches all the balls I expect my goalkeeper to catch. More so than Leno, because I think he prefers to punch more often. I just think he looks assured, composed, and that is feeding out towards the defenders as well, guys. He's giving confidence to the defenders when they give him the ball on either foot. I I, I really like him. Yeah, I think Leno's got a job on his hands.
0: Would you would you agree what the members said there, bearing in mind, like you're talking about catching and punching, there was that instinctive save low down against City that was just sublime uh, and we'd seen so many of our previous goalkeepers who would have fluffed it or whatever.
3: No, I mean, Martin has, 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 I think he's exceeded all our expectations of what we expected him to come in and do. You know, it was difficult for him to come on in that Brighton game and he maybe struggled a little bit then. But since then, he hasn't really put a foot wrong, has he? He, You know, he had that clearance against Liverpool, which um, hit Firmino and hit the post, which was, you know, he got away with that one a little bit. But overall, he's not really put a foot wrong, has he? Mm -hmm. In, In terms of would I pick, would I select him over Leno when Leno's fit? I think Leno's been brilliant this season. Um, I do feel Martinez is a bit more commanding of his area. You know, he's, he's a lot taller. He comes out and gets things. Everything seems to stick to him. I don't know if he's got super glue on his gloves or something, but everything seems to stick he doesn't parry things out, that like he just holds on to them, which is great because it means that, you know, no one can score a rebound. He hasn't let him hit many goals. that has been down to him. Well, in fact, I don't think any goals that we've conceded since he's been in the team recently have been down to him particularly. Um, so, he probably deserves to keep his place, I would say, but then so does Leno. It's a, it's a good situation to be in with two good goalkeepers because we That's spent years, didn't we, with two poor goalkeepers, you know, when Almunia yeah. was there and yeah, and people like that and yeah, Fabian. I know he's been on to have a decent career, but he wasn't a great goalkeeper for us. So, you know, yeah. now we've got two great goalkeepers. We've got two first choice goalkeepers, haven't we? Um, which is a yeah. great situation to be in, but are either of them going to want to be second choice? I think if we're in Europe it, next year, Playing in the Europa League. One goalie's going to get maybe 25 games of all the Cups. One's going to get 38 games in the league. You know, would they be happy with that? I don't know. I don't think you can swap and change a goalkeeper in the league. I think you need to get one, stick with them through the season, which is what most clubs do. Um, at the moment, obviously, Martin has, has got the shirt, but Leno's had it and not done anything to deserve not keeping it. So it's, it's difficult. I wouldn't want to have to make that choice, actually. But I'm glad we've got two good goalkeepers that we can rely on. Yeah, so that's a great sort of Listen, starting point, if,
2: isn't it? Sorry, can I just yeah, jump in on, in on. In quick? Sorry, ma'am. But Leno has been probably our player of the season for the last two years mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the way he's saved this club from a lot of crap and a lot Good of sticks from I mean. that defence that has been absolutely shoddy. He's got one in he's had an injury against Brighton, which is unlucky for him. And now Martin has, has stepped up and I am not gonna criticise him whatsoever. He's done a hell of a job, but Let's not forget, Leno's played under probably the worst conditions ever for this club so far. That a goalkeeper needs to in the the fact that Emery, the crap defending that we've had, the, the crap defenders that we've had, and he's probably saved us um, more. He's saved us more than once from humiliation. You know, look no at one one double save, that. that double save that he made against Tottenham.
1: Yeah,
2: no one. You know, that's just one that, thing there. Order. I am not taking anything away from Martinez. He's done really well, yeah. but. I just no, no, don't, no, I, don't, no. I don't like this this whole situation. Leno's not done anything wrong. In fact, he's probably saved us more often than not. Yeah, no one's I can't that, Mike. I can't turn you around don't. and say, you know, you know, it like Richard said, he doesn't deserve dropping just because Martinez is playing well. I think we should be happy with the fact that we've got two great keepers at the moment who are playing really well. I didn't rate Martinez, I thought he was terrible personally. You know, because I've, I've watched him at a different clubs when he's been on loan and stuff. And he hasn't had great games, but he's stepped up to the mark. He's proving me wrong. And I ha- I'm more than happy for that to happen. I like him. He,
0: he, really like had a really good run at Reading. And Reading wanted to sign him on full ter- a term. My head office is uh, in that region. And I know a lot of Reading fans. And they went, oh, we love you, your keeper. We want to keep him. And everything else was on, on loan uh, a, a year ago. Um, but you know what? As we alluded to earlier as good as Leno and Martinez are um and I agree with you 100% on Leno has been outstanding uh in in comparison to what we've had uh previously um a lot of it is down to defensive structure and team tactics which enhances every uh every area on the pitch um Listen, we need to look at the goals and stuff within within uh, within that game. Yeah, you got to look at, at, you,
2: sorry, I'm just gonna jump in quick. You've got you got to look at Leno as well. He hasn't played under the system under Atata yet. You know, this is no completely new, this is completely changed from what he, no he, one's disputing, guys, in. what Leno has and hasn't done. All I'm Agreed. saying is the guy
1: in possession at the moment looks far more composed and assured than Leno. And at the very least, well, it's a completely, and, and, di- and, yeah, but, yeah, but Mem,
2: it's a completely different system to what Leno's been playing.
1: Nevertheless, on performances alone, he does look more assured. And, never, and, and at the very least, what I'm saying, the fact that you've got two keepers competing for one position is a real massive plus for us. And hopefully, much the same with Suarez in Hector's position. Competition, guys, yeah, you, you know, they will push each other on and upwards. And the club ultimately
0: is going to benefit from that. So, I'm all for it. And, Let us for it. Great. Whoever plays best gets uh, like, the position. Like, End of. Like what's been said in the comments, it's not about Leno deserving to be dropped. And I don't think Leno does deserve to be dropped. It's about martinez deserving his spot i never said martinez
2: should be dropped i'm just saying i just don't agree with the criticism at the minute that leno's been getting when he's been playing i've seen it i've seen it everywhere but i'm just saying what i'm saying is i've seen it through other i've seen it from in social media which is toxic as it wants to be anyway but what i'm I'm saying is i don't feel that people should be dropping leno and you know, give the guy benefit of the doubt. Martinez is playing under a completely new system to what Leno has been used to over what we've seen over the last two years. We are playing far better defensively in some games. Like, look at the Liverpool game and look at the Man City game. So, you can't judge Leno when he hasn't played in this style of system yet. We've got a completely new manager. He's only had so many games under this manager. Under He's, at- he's
0: playing. He's played. He's played from late December, just around Christmas, right through to Boxing March. Day. So he's
2: played. What's that? Boxing Day. Out of, was it? Was it? Was on Boxing Day?
3: Yeah, it's first. So of he's played, he's played under it yeah.
2: since Boxing Day, and then when did it finish? March.
0: March. Yeah, he, he two full months. So and 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 it's a busy months with cups and stuff like that. Listen, let's let us let us look at the goals. Uh, Bamiyang had a near miss, uh, and then was followed up by a sublime team goal 18 passes all 10 players involved Uh, it was Wengerball wasn't it Rich? It was a good goal it was a good goal (laughs)
3: No, it, it was. I mean, uh, it, it gave us a few scary moments passing out from the back for 10 minutes before we got it forward. But I think we, yeah. we're going to have to get used to that because that's what we're going to be doing now a lot more. And it worked really well. I mean, we we drew him in and then we got the ball quickly, switched it from uh, left to right, didn't we? Got it across crossing. I mean, the thing with Aubameyang is a lot of strikers who missed that first chance would have, the second chance, they would have been a bit nervous or worried about it. He wasn't. First time it's shot gone, outside of his foot to finish like that. That's a world class finish that. And I know people say, is he a world class player or not? I don't know. But he is a world class goal scorer. There's no doubt his goal green. scoring record. And the way he took that goal straight after missing one, which was probably an easier chance if you're honest. I mean, the whole goal opened up. He could put it in either corner and he had no composure, blasted it straight at the keeper. That was a bad miss, actually, I think for he's someone who's. better when
1: he's instinctive as opposed to when he's yeah. got seconds to think things through.
3: Yeah, I, I agree. Although, having said that, the second goal, he had hours to think about it because he's mm. run through on goal. He almost looked like he wanted to pass to somebody. There was nobody there and he took it on and scored. But that just shows to me his world class finishing ability that he could do that straight. It was what a minute after that miss to get a chance like that, which was a difficult chance. Not many players would score that goal. It actually reminded me a bit similar, not not as good, but the goal did Canio. Squad for West Ham, that one that got goal of the century, whatever it was, with a sort of outside oh, of his done. volley. It yeah. wasn't as spectacularly was executed. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was. It just reminded me a little bit of it. The way he's coming at the far mm-hmm. post and it with the outside of his foot first time into you know into the far corner. It was just a great goal, and it was a great team move before, which almost gets lost. I think a little bit because of how good the finish was. But we had the ball for ten minutes before we scored. They never got near it. They never got a touch, and that was brilliant against a team like Man City. We out Man City them, didn't we? Brilliant.
0: Well, yeah, not, was, absolutely. Uh, that, that That's yeah. why I said Wengerball. And and we went on into the second half where they... Tur- In the first half, they weren't themselves. In the second half, they came out and Sterling started uh, putting some pressure. Martinez, as we've already touched on, came into his own. Overall, they had 71% possession of the game. But, you know, at 66 minutes, I was sitting watching the game and I was thinking, Jesus, we're going to get done now. We're, you know, they they're, they're turning the screw. And then Tierney... Pepe and Abameyang that second goal came
1: at the right time it was
3: time it was
1: it yeah. was such a sucker blow it just it just packed third like i said at the top of the show it just panned out for us you know they started for 15 20 minutes boys it was tough wasn't it it was bloody tough and then we nicked the goal on on probably your first or second counter abameyang should have scored before he did score that sublime goal as you as you pointed out but then the second goal Again, just came at the right time, and then for the they just at that point it was like it was just hitting against a red red wall. I don't they remember knew, them uh, having too many chances after that.
3: I think they knew after the second goal that mm. it was pretty much game over. And although they they had a lot of possession, it was all in front of us, wasn't it? I don't think they had a, even had a shot of goal, did they? No, after we they scored the second goal, yeah. And uh, I think they, right. they just accepted their fate after that. Really, it just showed how what a great performance it was from one to eleven. <laughs> What, what,
0: what do we make? I, I want to get on to it, unfortunately, onto last night's game as well. But what, what do we make of Pepe? Pepe was involved in, you know, seven in-goals in all competitions for Arsenal this season, eight goals and nine assists. Only Aubameyang has had uh, 27 goals, uh, has been involved more. What do we make of Pepe's uh, performance in that particular game? And then also looking forward to the Villa game as well. Um, is, he a, is he just like a big game charlie?
2: Mike? No, we've we've mentioned about Pepe before, haven't we? You know, give the guy time. He's just come from the French League. It's been a horrendous time, uh, you know, this year so far anyway. Let's just give the guy a bit of time, you know. Let's start seeing how he does next season. There's no point um, in trying to judge him on a season that's been riddled with so many issues. You know, we've had three managers this season. And we've had all this with uh, COVID as well. So let's just
3: give it a chance. Mm -hmm. Rich? See, sometimes I, I look at it and think that, you know... Um, it's almost like an easy cop out, isn't it? Oh, he needs a season to adapt. Good players don't need a lot of time to adapt. Burkham needed eight games to adapt, for example. I'm not trying to compare the two, just as an example. I mean, I think Pepe is very frustrating. He's, he's he doesn't he's not direct enough. He slows the play down too much. He put a great ball in for that first goal, by the way. But again, how did he do it? He cut back from the right onto his left foot. He's always doing that, and once a defender reads that, he becomes less and less effective in a game. I mean, yeah, if yeah. Um, I feel as though he's, he's had impacting games to a certain degree. Like you said, his numbers are not bad, eight goals and nine assists or whatever it is, which is, you know, a pretty decent return for his first season. You know, we've got to accept that. Um, but you know, with his ability and he's clearly got ability, there's no doubt about it. With his ability, he should be influencing games a lot more regularly, you know, and he should be a a constant threat when a lot of the time he disappears. You don't even know he's playing after time. And then suddenly he'll get the ball cut back inside and, you know, lose it and fall over. Um, and you know yeah. I, I feel as though he's not for me he's not done enough will he be better next season yeah. hopefully he will because I, we've I, invested a lot of money in him and he needs to he needs to produce more consistent performances he needs to be a, a more consistent threat you saw when Saka played on the right the other week he's left footed as well against Leicester he went yeah, past yeah, a defender I mean. put a ball in and we scored Pepe never does that or very rarely he won't go past the outside of someone and even when he's played on the left he played on the left against somebody I don't remember where it was now recently he did nothing at all he was anonymous Tottenham it was wasn't it I think was it he was just completely. Anonymous, and it's like I don't understand quite where he's going to fit in to our team. He's not what he doesn't seem to be what right. we need. That's what Mike. I think. But it's, early, it's still early <laughs> days, it's still, it's still early days,
0: Mike. Richard, yes. I'm gonna ask you a question, and Mem, you can keep out of this because I know your opinion. If you were the we option, about
1: Pepe still because oh, go yeah. Ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it,
0: if you were to choose Nicolas Pepe over Wilfred Zaha. One answer, who would you choose? Mike go first,
2: Richard go second. And give a one one sentence why. Pepe, because he's part of our team, so we've got to get behind him. There you go. End of discussion.
1: Cop out. Can I have my opinion on Pepe, yeah? Oh, no, 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 no,
0: Richard hasn't said yet. Oh, yeah, cool
3: I mean, I, I think the only difference is Zaha plays on the left and Pepe's been playing on the right. So they kind of, we could almost have both of them, couldn't we, I suppose. Um, but obviously, Saka's kind of on the left in Bamiang, So because he plays on the right and Zaha doesn't, I would say maybe Pepe, and but only for that reason. I think we need to buy a right-sided player. St. Maximum, come on. St. is who we need. Let's be honest, no, direct. Know. You know, but anyway, Pepe. If, if, if that was a choice between the two, I'd have to maximum over Pepe, but I'll take Pepe over Zaha just because right.
2: of Pepe, yeah,
1: yeah,
2: yeah. Right. I mean, Pepe, because say, not Abu
1: Pepe, yeah, because we, we, we spent the money already, so it's, 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 it's I'm not into hypothetical conversations, yeah, but you know what I feel about it. Um, ironically, I agree with everything that you said, Richard, about him, okay, he's not direct enough, he always slows it down. It reminds me of a certain German fella, Turkish imitation bloke that's back at home somewhere, always slows it down. Doesn't His decision-making, for me, his decision-making, he is outrageously talented. I honestly think he's arguably the most talented player on our books right now, technically really good. But his decision-making is, 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 is piss poor, you know? He always turns in, he always slows it down. He's not nearly direct enough. Ironically, against City, I felt that was probably by far and away his best game because he just worked a little bit harder because of the game, the occasion. He just, to me, worked harder in that game than I've seen him work in any other game. But, yeah, it's yeah. got to be Pepe third because, unfortunately, that boat has sailed, mate. Yeah? We bought the wrong eye yeah. no, in. There, no, 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 no. no <laughs> but I, I've got love a love No, i will You uh, Ready-made so. Premiership player, been at a big club, knows the job, plays right across the big front ball. line, and fundamentally, as a character, huge, much bigger. He was what we needed. He 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 could have drawn a bigger performance out of players around him than what Nicola Pepe does. I'm afraid to say.
0: Okay, Finishing that, yeah. up on the uh, finishing up on the semi-final. Um, obviously, Louise Shaka Mustafi. Uh, Until his injury, uh, Mike, um, (laughs) does deserve praise. It's it's one of his best games in probably seasons. Um, And I don't know. I think Dan
1: should take the beard.
0: It's got something to do with Dan's beard, I reckon. (laughs) He's trimmed it down. I saw him on on Zoom last night. It's all trimmed down. Yeah, he doesn't look like... He looks less... Ah. He, he looks less um, Ed Sheeran now. He just looks ginger, um, but <laughs> um, yeah. But you know, uh, uh, you, lost, you lost me there. Fly me. You threw me a little bit.
2: Oh, I, I'm just going to point out where you was going on with this. The defenders against City. Can I just point out and make a really good point? AMN oh. kept Mares quiet. Maitland Niles. That's he had a blinder in, in defense. Yeah. He wasn't great going forward, but you have got to consider as well. He's never really he don't really play on the right. uh, left hand well, side. That's... He's not a left footed player, so we not great going forwards and putting crosses in. Right. But to keep Mares quiet, which is what we needed, he played an absolute blinder. Right. What does Maris like to do when he gets on the ball? Loves to cut in, doesn't he? Just
1: like Pepe does. And Ainsley, Nate, uh, uh, Ainsley on his right foot was just it just played straight into his hands. And that is down to our manager, guys. He just—it was a great selection. But nevertheless, going forward, mate,
2: my man can pass the ball better than him. My man—he's not—he's not a left-footed player, and he was trying his hardest with his left foot. So you know, give him a bit of credit. He—he he made I up do, for it. Whatever he did, mistakes that he went going forward, he made up for it far he more. Was brilliant in at the back. Excellent. Yeah. I agree with everything you said. I just. I, I, one, I have no, a question on our right hand side because I think that's where our danger zone was on coming from yeah. the right hand side. Uh, Bellerin I, I, and Mustafi I, wasn't having a great game, if, I, if I'm being honest. I didn't think there were. I thought if anything was right. going to go wrong our way, it was from that right hand side. But Mustafi he made like, we one spoke, mistake we, on the night.
0: We spoke last night, Mike, and we we were chatting about the game. And um, we said about Bellerin that he was probably um, the weakest player that we saw. But even then, he was you know yeah i am I'm, I'm not a big Bellerin fan but i'll always try and take an objective view um even then he 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 was very good i have a question which i was going to leave to later we i'm going to give it to you now and think about it while we do the villa game and then we've got some other bits of debate about like our starting 11 that city side is that our start, starting 11 do we need to add to it um do we need better depth in our squad to cover and rotate and in what areas would you have that depth now don't answer it now we're going to do the villa game and people in the chat you can think about it as well uh, so the villa game
3: can, can i just uh, say before, before the villa game i just want to say uh, the man city game how brilliant jacka was that was uh, Perfect performance. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I know i I know I've, I've, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, a, I'm, in a, I'm in a group of one who supported Jack no, all the way through all of this, right? This season, last season, since he's been at the club, right? And I have, I've supported him because I like the guy. I think he's a good player. And I, I enjoyed the fact that he was so good in such a big game. And he was brilliant. And to be fair, he was brilliant against um, Liverpool. He's been brilliant for quite a few games now. It's not just a one-off. He's actually a good player. Now he's in the right system that suits him. So Bios and him work really well together. And I just think everybody who's maybe criticised him before, yes, I can understand why he he got maybe some criticism for certain things that's happened. But I just think everyone's now got to stand up and appreciate what a great job Jack has done in the last 10, 15 games. And actually appreciate that he is a good footballer. He is a good he footballer has. as well, underneath it, or he's just been in maybe systems in the past that haven't suited him. He's been exposed because he's been left with two or three players running at him previously, and now he's got the, the protection that he needs. He's able to express himself and what a leader he is as well. You know, he was a real leader against Man City on that pitch. And I personally believe he should be captain, but I know a lot of people don't think that's right. You
1: really and do I am, like
3: yeah. I think it's at the moment really he's our like best player. He's, he's our best player at the moment. He's been our best player for quite a long time. Rich. And I and I just Rich. feel as though you know that needs to be no. accepted. I think
1: Sebias. Rich, been have have been you phenomenal. just had a run?
0: Rich, have no, you just I, had a run?
3: Not, not today, no.
0: I'm thinking dehydration is something that's
2: affecting <laughs> like <you know,
3: laughs> yeah. that. Hang hang <laughs> on, <hang> on. <laughs> I'll have some water. hang
1: on. Uh, breathe,
3: Rich. Breathe. I'm better now. I'm
1: all right now. I'd I'd argue Sebias has been better than him, but nevertheless. He's been really good. Uh, is, and and is long mate, spice? continue, mate. Long
0: mate, continue. Yeah, exactly. The bias, has been, the bias has been good since the restart, but Shaq has uh, had a lot longer to prove himself. Shaka uh, is not a leader. Um, I think uh, he's far from it. And from his actions from before, I don't want him to be a leader. I think he's not able to express himself. I think he's one-dimensional. He's very simple. He does a simple pass and he's one-footed. Um, I... Uh, listen, he does a good job. You need players like yeah. that. We had Gilberto Silva who done a job like that, you know. And when he's in the role, he's in and supported with the players around him. He's doing all right. But anyway, um, Arsenal have reached the FA Cup final for a record twenty-one times. The Gunners are also winning the competition more than any other side. We've won it thirteen times. Actually, hopefully, we're going to win it fourteen times. So we'll have a, a bigger buffer yeah, against anybody else. Yeah, no, um, we're going to win it. Um, more holders of the FA Cup than anybody else uh, and in our, on the last six occasions we came up against the FA Cup holders, we've knocked them out. This is our trophy boys, we've got a gold yeah. one for the Premier League we're working on that, but the FA Cup is our trophy, we're going to work on that one as well So Villa it was oh, a dreadful dang. game dreadful um, game, awful game 94 minutes, we're never going to get back um Move on. (laughs) Who wants to go? Can I say something about the Villa game?
1: Move on. on. I'll say something about the Villa game, yeah? I'll say something about the Villa game. Um, After after the effort, after the effort, after the effort we put in over the games against uh, Liverpool and City, unfortunately, there was all. Is it fair to say that we've kind of like. shooting above ourselves, punching above our weight at the moment against the likes of Liverpool and City. So there was always going to be a little bit of a bounce downwards or a downwards going away to Villa. And Villa last night, um, they're fighting for their lives, guys. And I thought they were really good. They wanted it more than us. It was really, really clear. However, the only thing that come out of the Villa game for me, and I'm a massive fan of this guy. I've been a fan of him for years and I think he's ready now. We need to go out and buy Jack Grealish because he opens doors. He unlocks the door. He's a key opener. The fact that he's been playing at Villa, <laughs> the fact that he's been playing at Villa um, in a poor team and, 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 and been performing the way he has done, I'm a massive fan. I really am a massive fan of this. Yeah. That's well about that's about we game
3: game I we get him on
1: last night.
3: He's You're not better than though, is he? I don't
1: think you you guys, this boy is this boy is, this boy is stupid talented. I, I think he's the most talented English English player. Um I'll say it yeah, since Paul Gascoigne. He's outrageously talented, this kid. And if we don't go and get him. He's going to end up somewhere else and he's, I think he's going to carve out a massive name for himself. I really do. And
0: on and Grealish, if, Tot- if Tottenham didn't have their stadium issues last season, he would have been the Tottenham player. Man, now. you want so him, guys, do not if, if, if we could nick him, I don't yeah. think we can. Think well, what's your opinion?
1: What, what do you guys think of Jack Grealish, just quickly? Because the Villa game is not worth talking about. But as a player, what do you guys think of Peaky think? blinder.
0: Peaky blinder.
3: I like Jack Grealish, I do. I mean, I'm still not 100% convinced if he's able to step up this level that he would need to to play for a mm-hmm. top six club. Um, and until he gets the opportunity, we won't know, I guess. But well, I agree is he's a talented mm-hmm. player, um, but he's a little bit of an unknown how well he can do. I don't know. I guess he's, he's probably better in that position Richard. than a lot of what we've got. So,
0: Could he could he play for a top eight, top ten team, uh, Richard?
3: I mean he could probably play for anybody. I think he's good enough, but would he would he would he improve, say, the, the teams that are in the top six at the moment? Would he improve them if he played for them? Maybe one or two he might, but can he make that step up? We don't know because he's not done it as he. He's always played for Villa his whole career in the championship for a lot of the time, most of it. And he's had one season in the Premier League where yes, he's, he's been their best player by a mile, and he looks a really exciting player. But again, a lot of players have, have gone from smaller teams to bigger teams and not made that step up. Others have done really well and, and progressed. Is Have we got the money to take a risk on somebody like that? I don't know. Um, but if if we can get him, yeah, why not?
0: But as, as it stands, after that result last night, the best we can get is eighth place. So we're yeah. out of Europe unless we win the Cup. Um, so, you know... Where now, West Ham in disguise are
3: bloody Everton no, in the sky? No,
1: no, no! Don't talk nonsense, mate. No, we've had
3: one bad season, haven't we? We've had one bad season. It doesn't make us a. It doesn't make no. us a mid-table club anymore. We, we just had one league, bad season.
0: League position-wise, it does, it, it, and it also each season over the last four or five years, we've been dropping down and down and down, further and further. We haven't been in a position oh. like this since eighty one eighty two eighty seven eighty eight bruce Rioc. you know that's the last time the Gunners have lost like you know the last ten games uh, no what, what's the stat so i've got a stat on here no
1: no no so I'm, i don't buy that mate listen i don't think uh, i'm i'm fairly optimistic massively optimistic about the future i don't think we he's gone
2: <laughs> Go on, Mike, yeah, what, anyway. You, what you, I was you. gonna say was is look, you gotta think of it this way. Yes, we've been playing poorly over the last couple of seasons, but we've changed manager since, uh, since then over the last couple of seasons. You know, Wenger, to his credit, pulled out some blinders in the seasons to keep us top four with some of the players that we had. Oh, so you've got to nice. give him slight credit for that. Yeah. Um, you know, we've like I say, we changed manager. Look what happened to Chelsea when they changed manager, they ended up tenth. Man United, where did they, I can't remember what position what they ended up in when Ferguson.
1: So again,
2: you know, they changed manager. They're only just starting now. Man United are just starting to get peaked into that form that they were at that point, you know. They've always been in the top six, definitely, but they're still getting to that point. So they're still transitioning in some respect. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you just give us a bit of time, and I think we'll be able to come back to it. But we need the right team behind Arteta. I think we've got the right manager. We just yeah. need the right team behind him. Now, this is where the, the the proof's going to be in the pudding this coming transfer window for me. If we've got the right I, mean, team I, don't, Mike,
1: him. Mike, I don't even think it, I don't think it's going to resolved I
2: mean. with one transfer window guys. I, I, I don't
1: I think we're pinning our hopes too much on what's going on in the summer. It'll no. give us
3: an idea of the direction yeah. that we're moving that's, in though, won't mm. it? I'm not saying it's going to be the answer yeah. to all our problems. Yeah. But yeah. if we if we if we sign two or three players that we know our title wants in the that's right it. position, yeah. we know yeah. that we're moving in the right direction. Yeah. Whereas if we don't and we don't make these signings at all, and we end up with a transfer window like but, last year or the year before, then we know what direction the club are going in and it's all finished.
2: That's exactly what and, I was yeah. gonna say. Cheers, Richard. Sheffield Before was I got great. cut
1: off, mate. Aside yeah. of Liverpool and City, honestly, I don't, I don't see. There's not too many, you know, like the likes of Spurs, Chelsea. Do you think these clubs are significantly better than where we are right now? I know Chelsea aren't so better
3: in. than us. Chelsea aren't better than us. They're in the top four. They're not better than us. I'm not having what? it. They're not. I'm I'm with... yeah.
0: okay, no, I not um, I, I think I think Chelsea are probably just a little bit better than us. But Man United, Tottenham, Sheffield, all the others. No, I don't, United, I don't think. There's
1: it turned everything turned on on the on the on the transfer of one player. The entire club seemed to have been transformed just off of the purchase of that Fernandes. He just seemed hmm. to have lifted everyone around him. He's not as good
3: as yeah. Jacko though. <laughs> <laughs> right. well, all, well, yeah. All, all Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah man. I,
1: yeah, I do like Trezeguet.
0: L- looking but. at the Villa game, Trezeguet scored on the twenty seventh minute. Um, it was a, a low score, uh, uh, assist, uh, low, a low shot, uh, assisted by Tyrone Mings. 21 of our um, 46 goals that we've conceded in the Premier League this term have come from set pieces. It mm. goes back to what we're talking about, defensive issues. Well, I don't want to go big into the game because the game was a crock of shit, if I'm honest. Um, <laughs> you know... <laughs> It's the first time Villa have not faced a shot on target in the Premier League since January 2016. First time That's they do it cool. since 98,
1: guys, I think. So their some ground, people, yeah. Yeah. Their yeah. ground yeah. Is. yeah, yeah. That's what I hope they stay up because it's three points for us next season, hopefully. Six, <laughs> <Yes>, hopefully. <exactly. laughs> I, I, I,
3: I just think regarding the game last night, I mean, I think the Watford result just before gave Villa a massive lift. It made yeah. made, made them knew they had to win that game. We were just maybe 5% off our potential because of maybe Saturday, because of the changes, and Villa were maybe 5% over there, potential because of how important it was, Nothing I think that's what made the difference at the end that's of the day. That's what it, takes. That's and what it was, takes. It does, yeah, it's small margins in the game, I mean, and yeah. hit the post, that could easily have gone in, and then we, mm-hmm. we come away with a draw, and we'll say, okay, fair enough, we'll take the draw. Uh, but it was, I just think that the, the, the We we played Villa at the wrong time for us. If Watford had, say, won and Villa were down already, I think we'd have won that game because Villa Mm. would have been flat and we'd have just beaten them. We're the same team playing exactly the same way. Villa would have had no motivation as much to get a result. And I think it's just, unfortunately, everything conspired against us before that game. And that's just the way it is. You know, even if we'd played our so-called full-strength team, I still think we would have lost that game because of how more important to Villa it was than than to us. And we were having a bit of a come-down after Saturday, wasn't we? So I wasn't surprised. I'm I'm not that disappointed about it. I've seen a bit of meltdown on Twitter from Arsenal fans. It's like, really? Come on. You've got to look at the the concepts of the game it wasn't a normal if if we'd played Villa three weeks ago we'd have beat them absolutely no doubt about it we would have beat them three weeks ago but this this time this particular night that game meant so much to them that they were determined they just had that little bit extra that they needed to get the result that's it I was
2: still disappointed I sort of of, of agree with that but I think the problem is for me is obviously we're coming into a we're coming into an FA Cup final now every every player Mm. that we've got is going to be wanting to play in that final the problem is that I saw on it I just don't think any of them players that played against Villa yesterday deserve to be in the final, like troll, I'm not gonna say troll said, you know, we had zero shots on goal and we had Aubameyang out you know, and Pepe and Lacazette. So, you know, I mean, there's what, well, how much is, you can, that's 180 million in transfer in signings that we uh, is an IR front three. I just think we didn't have any creativity going forward from the midfield. You um, know, yeah, that, yeah. that's the issue that, right, that that's the issue that right, we've got. Is, right. but I just don't think any of them players deserve to play in the final. That's the issue. That's the issue I'm finding with it. Not one of them players stepped up that much. You know, we had we had a lot of changes. I agree with that. We had Torreira on. We had Holding on. We had Klasniak on, who was awful. <laughs>
3: yeah, Suarez <laughs> exactly. in the street fight. Like
2: Suarez that man. Suarez that came group? in, didn't
3: he? Suarez. Yes, Suarez came, Suarez
2: came in. in, and I don't Shaka think any of them deserve, any of them deserve to be in the uh, Eddie go into the final bar I mean, the goalkeeper, you know, obviously cause for obvious reasons, but I just think, I just don't think any of them deserve to be in the, in the game, you know, and they, they should be all, all, every single one of them should be stepping up to say, look, I shouldn't be dropped for this final. I know you've put me in now. I'm going to give you a reason to, to have an headache to, to yeah. pick players in this next final. Mike, Maybe we'll
3: see that on Saturday, won't we? Maybe on Sunday, rather. we might see it. Well,
2: year.
0: that's what I was going to say. Do you, do you reckon that we like, chuck the game away, no shots on target and let Aston Villa win to get them up. So Watford get relegated and Troy Deeney. No. I know he's a good, but like, <laughs> you know, um, you know, he's got no cojones as Dave Atkinson says in the comments. He said that really early on. I had to troll back through them to find it, but, um, yeah, it would be nice to, if we were the ones to send Watford down, I did say Watford to go down before. Um,
2: God, no, I don't, pathetic, I, don't, I don't think I've got anything to do I'm with it. Really. Yeah, it is, yeah. I just um, think it was a bad game. In all fairness, I'm it should be stepping up. Yeah. Yeah. For me. So, going it back to the question I, I
0: I asked you guys about uh, before we went into the Villa game, which you didn't really touch on properly because we don't want to, um, is what we saw uh, against uh, say City and Liverpool is that the starting 11, is that good enough to be a Premier League starting 11 and going on, hopefully, four fronts? Because our only opportunity to get into Europe is via the FA Cup. Um, it, it, it is <laughs> what we've got. You've got players like Saka, which everybody you've been talking about is fantastic. He's only a young kid. We've got, you know, Quenduzi Torreira, who mightn't be there. You've got Willock, who people talk about. Is he good enough? Is he not? Put him out and loan, sell him. You've got Maitland-Niles, who never gets played in his right position, has on and off game. We've got so many of these little fringe academy players breaking through, some of which are showing some promise, but they're they're, they're making a part of that starting eleven. Is what we've got good enough to be a starting eleven for a full campaign for 2020-2021 season? No. No.
1: No, no. I think Mikel, <coughs> Mikel Atata has already alluded towards it, guys, hasn't he? He wants to strengthen. He wants back in. Um We all know where we need uh, strengthening. It is essentially in the heart of the defence. Um, the midfield is probably going to need, again, attendance because I don't know if Tobias is going to stay. I hope he does. I haven't been too excited about him other than the last few games. I've said this to you, Fergus, I can't get excited about a guy who's potentially only at our club for a year, yeah? You know, I'm looking beyond that. I'm looking beyond the bigger picture. Now, there's talk about him staying. I I wouldn't have a problem with that. I think he's a fine player and can only improve. Um, Then you've got situations with Yang. Is he staying? Is he signing? So... No, I don't think what we currently have is what we're going to be going into next season with. I think there's going to be a few goings and uh, hopefully a, a few quality signings. Uh, and and more uh, so, more from. I, I want to see more of the young guys giving up. I want to see Smith Rowe giving an opportunity next season. I want to know if he's good enough to make it at our club. If he's not, then tough. That's, that's the way of life, unfortunately. Yeah, and then we we'll move on to the next one. That is it. It has to be as ruthless as that. The guys that are in possession at the moment, fine. They're doing the job. He's raised their performances. They're not here for the duration. I know how you feel about Zaka, yeah? And he's doing really well at the moment. But as soon as we've got someone better, he'll be jogged on. And then the next guy will come in. And the same should apply for every single one of them, okay? If he wants to grow and push this club forward, then the current squad ain't going to get us in the top four next year, guy. guys. We're not that mm-hmm. far off of them, accepted. But I don't think we're currently good enough to break into that top four. So, no, the current squad is not good enough. It does need uh, much attention. But it's going to take time, as the lads have already said. One, two, maybe three, transfer um, Winder's. But, again, I want us to go – I want to see what's coming through behind the likes of Nilton, Willett, stacker I want to see the rest of them, Fergus. I'd like to see these young lads given an opportunity. I mean, Smith-Rowe's been springing up trees over at Huddersfield. So, let's get him down here next year and give the boy a go, yeah? Jog that Turkish-German fella on. <sighs> get rid of the dead, dead wood. I'm uh, and yeah. tight of – I don't want no more passengers at my club. And if Pepe becomes a passenger as well, if he's not ready to jump on board next season, then jog him on as well. We only want players that are going to fight and give everything that they can on that pitch. And that's the way we move our club forward.
0: Without getting into the Ozil situation, he is causing a big deadlock and... and, and, uh, uh, impasse for everything because the amount of money he's taken up is just like uh, causing issues. Finished. Mike, what, what what's your thoughts on on the eleven we got, the squad we've got overall? Following on from what Mem said,
2: no, I I thought I agree with Mem. You know, they're they're all right. They're doing a job. They're not going to break top four for us. We do oh. need we do need a couple of transfer windows before we start breaking that deadlock. Uh, we do need to get our I'm going to say bored, but it's not really bored. But the powers that be need to start really pulling trees up, don't they, and start looking at some really good signings that we do need in key areas. And they need to back Arteta, you know, like you said after the Liverpool game. You know, even you know, he, he, even he admitted after the Liverpool game, yeah. we need he needs back. Yeah, exactly. He called him out. out. So, you know, let, let's game. help him out. it, was let's it, out. it was at time. So let, let's Rich. do it. Let's back him. Rich. Rich,
0: your thoughts on the on the? Um, I mean, the,
3: the, I mean, maybe, maybe I'm a little bit um, too optimistic, but my my view is that with, the that, with the current players that we've got at the club. Bearing in mind, this is including Pablo Mari and William Saliba and Martinelli as well. Um, with those three players in the team, instead of say Mustafi, instead of Kalazanach and instead of um, maybe Pepe, Martin Illy in the team with those three in the team I believe that with Arteta as a coach we would have a very good chance of finishing in the top four as it stands anyway because I, I believe that Chelsea aren't stronger than us, Leicester certainly aren't We don't know
2: what
1: Mari's top top. like it though Rich to be fair with well, no, we don't. Well, like. I mean, we don't
3: know what Saliba's like either, but I'm guessing exactly. they're going to probably be better than what we've got because it wouldn't be hard, would it? Let's face it. So they're going to improve God the on. team. <laughs> they're going to improve the team more than likely that we've got. Martin mm. we know what he can do. So I think he's, he's going to improve our team. I think we've missed having him available. Um, yes, I, I think if we can sign two or three players this summer, particularly in midfield, creativity-wise, maybe physicality-wise as well, I think we've got enough defenders who can maybe get us through next season. I'm not saying and if we can get the opportunity to get a decent one in, then fair enough. Um, and then I think we definitely have a great chance of getting the top four next season. When you look at the improvements Arteta has already made, with two or three better players in the squad for him to be able to choose from, especially in the defensive areas and midfield, I think we can definitely um, challenge for the top four next season, whether we can quite get in there. It's it's, it's difficult to get in the top four now, isn't it? Because there's seven or eight teams battling for it now. It's not like it used to be where there was maybe five teams and you had to just get ahead of one to get in. Now there's pretty much eight teams, isn't there? And that's not even including if Newcastle get taken over. There could be another one coming in. So it's, it's hard to get yeah. in the top but I don't see any reason why. I think we're on the right tracks. Let's see what this summer brings. If, if we get two or three players in, in the right positions that we need, we strengthen those areas and I think we can definitely challenge top four next season. If we get in the top four back in the Champions League with extra money next summer, we can then really push on, bring the players in that we need and really then push on and actually challenge. Because I think Liverpool and Man City have only got another year or two left at the top at their Richard, level that they're at.
0: Richard, that's a really good point and it brings us on to our last and final point, which is to do with the plane that flew over Villa Park says back Arteta Cronky out. Um, which goes into you know,
2: is what a stupid cronky. banner that was. What climbing por- <laughs> timing! Por- por- <laughs> por- por- but but but, but, but well, what, it, what, what, I, I could understand if it said back Arteta, then yeah, I could agree with that. But it's not just that you're asking oh, me, out yeah. Which, which one do you want? Yeah. Do you want a backhand test? Yeah, well, you, yeah. from- yeah. you, know, you can't have the both, can you? You've got to have one or the other. It's stupid. No, yeah, what, yeah. what idiot paid for that? Or what idiots paid for that? Some guy
0: on Twitter oh, came along and said he was really happy um, that he contributed towards the cause uh, and the cost of uh, the banner. And he's got <laughs> well, well
2: done and- to you. You've made <laughs> yourself look all right. What's what? Excuse I think it's the,
1: it's, the, it's the numpty cameraman that stuck his camera because there's no fans. There's no fans down here to
2: look up and see it. It's the numpty with the camera. Why is he even looking up at it? He didn't come up on Sky Sports oh, on mine. Oh, you were I was it. watching the one without the crowd noise. All you could hear is... That's just the really one cool. I watch, Mike. You know, I you love saying? it. Right, like listening to all
1: the players, listening to all the shouting and the manager. I love Mikel. Yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, Danny, 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 Danny. Danny, Danny.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he's brilliant. He's brilliant. I love. I love, I love Arteta, Arteta <laughs> when you are him in the background. He's shouting in French. He's shouting in Spanish. He's going to make us great. Yeah, you you know what, what, Mike? I've
0: got that in my notes, and there was one thing I was going to say. Uh, Arteta, he's so multilingual, and it reminds me a kin of Wenger could speak si- seven languages. Yeah, but Arteta he never shouted though, does
2: he? I
1: love. Michel uh, no, he didn't need to. It's a mixture. It's a little bit of a mixture of Wenger and a mixture of Guardiola, and he's not quite one or the other. But he's he's got it uh, from the first moment I see him and the way he carries himself and talks and his actions and everything. Um, he wants it. He's got a little bit of John Graham as well, hasn't he? Do you not think? He's going to make it happen. I think he's. I think he's yeah. got a ruthless streak in him as well. I, I think as he's been as you've shown with Gwendozi, Özil. Who was the other one that he dropped out of the team? Was there anyone else that he dropped out of the team this year? But. He's not going to suffer any falls. I I believe the man's got a streak in him. Um, Yeah, you you get maybe one or two strikes and that's it. You're off, as it should be.
0: No, I I agree 100%. It wouldn't have been my choice, Mikel Arteta, but... You know what? I, I no, wasn't
2: expecting much. I was very, heavy. I was, I wasn't overly critical, but I was very critical about it. I didn't think he would probably be turn out what he is. So nice. again, I'm eating my words here, and I love every minute of it. I don't mind that. I love to mm. be proven ro- proved Me wrong. Me too. I really do. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to negotiate a divorce settlement with a wife so I can marry the fella. You know, so. <laughs> Good luck <work> with that. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be expensive, isn't it? <laughs> Listen, boys. It has been really enjoyable. Uh, we've stucked more or less on time. Michelle's wow. and, uh, before was on here. That works. Um, it it it's been brilliant the first 40, 40 minutes or so before we had to talk about the game last night. But uh, the debate was good as well. Um, uh, we, had have <laughs> we had the Shaka appreciation. We had the Shaka appreciation club as well. Um, uh, sorry, trolls. I'm I'm with you on that. Uh, trolls is typing some stuff in the uh, in the he's comments. is uh, is from Norway and, <laughs> uh, he's, an drunk. and <laughs> <laughs> he's drunk. he's
1: Been busy though, well, hasn't he? He's been he's been tapping away.
0: He's done well. He has done well. Yeah. But if you're drunk in Norway, you must be a very wealthy man. There's about £10 a pint out there, you know. Funny how you know that. <laughs> Probably bruise it himself.
2: Yeah. Funny how you Moon, know that. Moon shining well. it up. Yeah.
0: I, I know the price. That's why it's not on my visiting list.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Mem, as always, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for having uh, me. Man. Pleasure. My, my, my wingman, Mike, thank you very much, as always. And uh, Richard, you can have one last uh, love-in for Shaka. Go on, and then we'll I think everybody's, everybody's
3: got to start appreciating him now, surely. No,
1: you've, you've said I've enough, enough. and we've agreed. Nothing more is
3: said about he's him. Right. He's muted. He, <laughs> <laughs> is he? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can Richard. see that on the screen, you know. <laughs> <I> know you... <laughs>
1: Mike, is that like, yeah. up, what's that behind you? What's that side? F, is that I can't? Yeah, that one. No, the other side. Yeah, I can't see it. My eyes are gone, mate. That looks right, like okay. a scarf. You've you muted him now. Muted me, yeah. Is that a scarf? Yeah.
2: I can't hear you. What are you doing, Ferg? Oh, sorry, it's me. I've put it on mute. That's an oh. Arsenal scarf, mate. If he says that's, that's half and half, I'll slap him.
0: It
1: says no, Arsenal I... all the way across it, red and blue. That looks wicked. I've never seen one like that. That's wicked. I can't remember no, where
0: I got it
2: from, but it's an official one. It's cool, that That actually
0: worries me because he knows where I live. <laughs> I
1: know,
2: exactly. That's an official Listen. one. It's uh, supporting the Arsenal home and away.
3: And you I got like, a Rich, lot of away I love, games.
1: And so. like, I love all the shirts in the background, mate. You've got untold shirts there, haven't you?
3: <laughs> yeah so I just What's I just Wembley? done my collection out the other day I just thought we deserved it getting a Wembley alert so I thought I'd dig all my old shirts
1: out I suppose you doing this day, you've said it a couple of times it's a shame the fans can't go it's, it's a crying shame oh, been, I've been doing? saying
2: about it I'm, I'm gutted mate absolutely yeah. gutted what are you boys actually going to do though on the day uh, a, watch I'm on sorry. TV <laughs> yeah, I know that but <laughs> are you planning on I time
0: has been confirmed at 5.30 on the, on the first
2: so, sounds about right. Yeah. So, no, they'll, they'll, they'll normally have a massive build-up and it'll be all oh, about Chelsea. You don't see much on it, especially on the BBC.
0: Trevor's thinking about coming down London. Uh I know Mike was considering it as well. Carnage, um, carnage. <laughs> it could be. It could be Highbury Fields and, you know... Oh. It, it, it. <laughs> <laughs> and a pub. Mike, there's there's a, r- a spare room, so... Yeah, no, I know, mate. We'll have to
2: sneak into Highbury, mate, if we won, if I could get oh, down there. We'll sneak day. into Highbury win, and mate. just get down on the pitch. Sleep like, on the little
3: the little uh, grass in the middle of the wooden flats. Sleep there for the night. That'd be Isn't good. it lovely there, though? <laughs> we got, we got,
2: uh, when mean, I come to was it been, last yeah? time?
3: What, what, when, did we
2: come? when did I come to uh, What game was it? Was it the Sporting oh, Lisbon game when I come down? Come down for a couple of days, didn't we? We went to... uh Oh, the yeah. armory, didn't we? The old armory. Yeah, old and then we village. went into, Hi- yeah, we went into Highbury. But um, some guy was coming out the gates, so we said, "Oh, quick, get in, get in!" <laughs> so <laughs> we got we went yeah, into mate. the gates at Highbury, got stuck in there. There's no one kicking around yeah. either.
0: <laughs> Brilliant, there <yeah. laughs> Boys, memory Mm. It's been it's been wonderful. Uh, I enjoy them. You know what? Of recent day uh, weeks, I've not been enjoying looking forward to doing these because they're hard work, and I'm just sick of the season, the lockdown, the behind closed doors, and everything else. It, it just doesn't, doesn't fill you with the same enthusiasm about football. But I do these, and we spend an hour on here chatting as mates. Uh, you know, our motto is by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans for fans, for fans Arsenal fans. Chatting like we're down the pub. Yeah, I got my beer. But um, chatting like we're down the pub, having a laugh, and the world is joining in with us. I've really, really enjoyed it. Only one last thing to say Happy the the Arsenal. Oh,
1: right.
0: Arsenal. <laughs> Happy Arsenal.
1: Come on, you've got it! Thanks for listening to Guns and Yellow Ribbons, an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Follow us on
3: Facebook at Guns and Yellow Ribbons or Twitter at Guns and Ribbons and remember to rate and review us too.